Hey, hey, welcome to the Dream Home Movement. You're here with me, your host, Joe Violetta. Now, this is our very first episode about kitchens. Can you believe it has taken us this long to have an episode about kitchens? In this episode, we interviewed Kate Toon, and this is one of our real-life reno episodes. So Kate renovated her kitchen, and can I tell you, it looks gorgeous, stunning. So I was really excited that we were able to get Kate on the show. Now, (laughs) I have to tell you a few things about this episode. Number one, it's well worth a listen. I'm telling you, Kate has some great tips and advice that she learned from her kitchen renovation experience. And also, Kate is hilarious. (laughs) Like this was a really funny episode. We spoke about cucumber cutting rooms. Random, I know. We created a hashtag, hashtag poshbin. You'll have to listen to find out what that is all about. And Tara and I just had so much fun interviewing Kate. But another thing that I need to tell you about the episode is it was actually recorded over a year ago. So we broadcast it live on RPPFM back in September 2018. And it has taken that long for me to finally publish the episode as a podcast. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First up, I couldn't get my hands on the audio until um, just a, a few weeks ago because I don't want to go into all like a big, long, boring explanation because you've tuned in to listen to hear about kitchens, not to hear about Joe's woeful editing life. But I, I will just give you a quick explanation if you'll indulge me for about 60 seconds, not even 30. Okay, so I couldn't get a hold of the audio recording for various reasons. You've got to get it within a certain window of time or it goes onto this other server which I don't have access to and I don't if you're a regular listener to the show you may recall though it's totally okay if you if you don't (laughs) but you may recall that I was quite unwell in the tail end of 2018 I uh, was in hospital la-di-da-di-da I'm fine now everything's all good but Kate's interview was during that that period where I was unwell and I just missed grabbing that recording and it was it was just difficult to get my my hands on it afterwards Uh, yeah it was just a little bit difficult to get my hands on it Uh, but I eventually did manage to do that but I want you to listen to the episode but you'll probably need to listen to it with your headphones on because the audio is not as beautiful as it usually is and that's because of two reasons one because it took me a while to get the audio and when it goes off to that other place that other server thing the quality um, deteriorates a little bit for a reason I don't quite understand it has been explained to me but I um, I listened and then forgot <laughs> what I was told uh, but also we dialed Kate 
in because Kate lives in Sydney. Uh, but we really wanted to speak to her because I was just so in love with her kitchen renovation and also a really big fan of Kate, who is also a podcaster. And, and I, kn- I know she knew she was a very talented podcaster, so I knew she would be a fantastic guest. And so we dialed her in. And again, if you're a regular, regular listener, you'll know that we dial Carl in, who does our finance segment every week. And you know, the quality is a little bit different when you're dialing someone in on live radio compared to when you've got them sitting opposite you in the studio. So the audio is not terrible, but it's not as good as it usually is. But I'm telling you, this episode is worth listening to, even if it is just for the cucumber cutting room and hashtag posh bin. But you know what? You are going to pick up some really good tips from it as well, especially if you're thinking of embarking on your own kitchen renovation or if you've done one and you just want to have a good, relatable laugh with someone who's been through the same pain and joy that you have been. So please pop your headphones on and enjoy our interview with Kate too. Kate, can you hear us? I can hear you. I'm Hello. Be here. Hello. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a little mini celebration in the studio and we know that the, the dial-in has worked. So yay. <laughs> now it's fabulous to have you with us tonight and I'm going to now launch into the awkward moment where I tell everyone about you while you're sort of sitting here listening. <laughs> Kate is an award-winning SEO copywriter and SEO consultant with almost two decades of experience in all things advertising, digital and writing. So I came across Kate when I was researching SEO and that sort of stuff for my business, Violetta Finance, and uh, just thought, wow, this chick's really cool. And then I realized that she'd renovated her kitchen. Oh, perfect. Perfect reason to get That's Kate it. On You have to come. <laughs> Kate is originally from the UK, but now based just outside of Sydney. She is the founder of the Clever, Clever Copywriting School, the Recipe for SEO Success e-course, and host and co-host of a couple of podcasts. So this isn't your first rodeo, Kate. No, I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a pod beast. I've been on, I have, I have three podcasts now. I'm obsessed with them. So oh, yeah. wow. I know. Is the third one the misfit? podcast I love that that. I love that as well oh thank you (laughs) is it like the third child a bit wild it's a it's like totally ignored (laughs) that's also accurate (laughs) that does sound like a third child doesn't it It (laughs) now Kate you've recently completed a kitchen renovation and uh, we have a photo of it on our Facebook and yes, our Instagram. It's very fabulous looking. Isn't it gorgeous? I know, it's a bit retro. I like the colours. Me too. Love the mm. teal and the beautiful dark floorboards. Mm. Mm. What stage are you up to with your kitchen renovation? I, I don't actually want to say it, but I think I might be finished. Oh, I think, wow. I think I'm done. Oh, like, wow. It feels like it's been my entire life. <laughs> uh, I'm looking now and, and, and I'm thinking, is there any? No, I think I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Have you had a glass of champagne yet or a glass of sparkling water to celebrate? I've put my face in a bucket of champagne. (laughs) I love it. So you said that you feel like it's been part of your life for quite a while. How long has the renovation been going on for? 
it's funny because I think in reality it's only been about maybe two or three months from mm. complete start to finish, but it's felt so long. Yes. And I think doing a kitchen renovation, you realize how much the kitchen is the center of the home, how much you miss it when it's got, it's not like doing like the laundry, green, who cares? The kitchen, it, it messes with your life and your mental health and your family and so much. It's a big deal. Being melodramatic, but you know what I mean. No, we do. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. Tara, you recently renovated your... too many kitchens, mate. Yeah. (laughs) And it's really... Look, I I tell you, it it brings people together because um, I run a... um, a building um, and renovation community on Facebook, and um, we all share our um, our camp kitchens that we um, construct. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've got you know barbecues, microwaves, plug-in, um, you know, uh, slow cookers, and all sorts. <laughs> trying to, I, I actually did a, a video of. Um, I had to use my ensuite <laughs> as as, as um, to, to wash the dishes. <laughs> Uh, it's awful, isn't it? We were washing dishes in the laundry next to like the, the washing machine, and yes. we had a little gas stove, which only worked if you wedged a fork behind the gas tank. Oh, that's not right, it's is it? It's, grim. it's not right. It's really grim. <laughs> So we'll we'll skip forward a little here, because a, a little bit, because I, I want to talk a little bit more about the functionality of a, a kitchen that's in the process of being renovated. How did you actually manage to feed your family without a functioning kitchen during the renovation? I must admit, I felt like I did not do a good job. We had we have a covered veranda at the back of the house, so we had a, we put the kitchen table out there. We had like you know, a toaster and a kettle yeah. and a little gas stove. But we didn't eat as well as we usually do. Like, we're not a huge takeaway family, but mm-hmm. we had a few too many Thai takeaways. We had a lot of bread. Um, you know, I'd be like, crou- we had the microwave in the lounge. Yeah. Why? I don't know. So I'd be like crouching on the floor in the lounge, <laughs> trying to cook something in the microwave, then going outside to chop a cucumber and finding <laughs> a plate in a box because we packed everything in boxes and it was always in the eighth box you looked in. Always. And then delivering that to my son with like a yogurt and going, <laughs> he loved it. He loved it because he just got to, he likes sort of, he likes meze, he likes finger food and chopped up bits of stuff. He doesn't like meals. So he was in his element, but yeah. <laughs> it was a bit grim really. You just want a cup of tea, don't you? <laughs> you don't I just want a cup of tea. I just, you know what I wanted? I wanted to make like a proper salad. Yeah, but the yes. thought of trying to do that across like three. The fridge was in our guest bedroom. <laughs> the chopping board was on the veranda. The, God knows where the knives were. Knives were. It was like I can't face it. I just won't eat salad for like six weeks. I'm just gonna look at it. <laughs> no, it sounds like a strategic military operation putting together a salad. It, it would have been way too hard. I've been like yeah. chopping tomato in one room, you know, <laughs> getting lettuce in another. In the cucumber room. Fun. <laughs> the cucumber, the cucumber room. <laughs> so, if you could turn back time, would you do anything differently? Well, one thing that my kitchen company didn't really make clear was that there was no project management involved mm. in the whole thing. So they literally—I oh. kind of really—I was happy to pay the money and outsource the whole thing. Mm. You know, like to do the things, um, but they kind of didn't make it clear that they were just going to do the cabinet. And I had to sort out the floor, the tiles, the electrics, the it's plumbing, the plaster, the hood range, the and I don't know what I'm doing. So I'd like get the I got the hood what's it called? The range hood dude yeah. in and he's yeah. like, Well, I can't do my thing <laughs> until the electric dude has done his thing and then the electric dude is like, Well, I can't do my thing and and it was just 
You know. Can I tell you something about range hoods, Kate? Is um, <laughs> nobody wants to do them. <laughs> no. So the Sparky doesn't really want to install it because, you know, it has to be screwed into place. Um, the carpenter doesn't really want to do it because it's, you know, nobody wants to do it. <laughs> it's kind of I had apart. a special range hood man deeply angry about the whole experience. So maybe range hood people, maybe there's something about it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I think what I ended up doing was... Um, Possibly, you know, double handling a lot of the, the tradies. Yeah. You know, like mm. electricians came maybe two or three times, plumbers two or three times. So it ended up costing me more money. Just, I wish that my kitchen company had just given me a timeline of what needed to happen. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. that's really unfair, and it's it's mm. not great that they didn't let you know what was required because mm. yeah. it would be it's a fair assumption to say. I'm buying a kitchen and it's going to happen, you know. They should say it is the cabinets. You're going to have to do yeah, everything else. Yeah, maybe I'm just naive, though. No, maybe you not. No, they really could have said something. It's not hard, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I would expect that. I would expect project yeah. management. Look, I, I bought a Freedom kitchen and, and the designer was very specific about, you know, what was included and what wasn't and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I, I can't see why other companies can't do that. Well, so. kitchen companies, mm-hmm. if you're listening, mm-hmm. make sure you get a project ele- a project management element happening or at least a piece of paper with the sequence of... Yeah, well, just, yeah. Tell, just tell people well, just be clear. It's like yeah. you can get... You can get the kitchens installed and we'll do nothing or you can pay an additional three and a half grand and we will manage all the tradies, yes. everything, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I don't, you know what, I'd have honestly paid it because Same. I was a project manager in an ad agency, but I don't yeah. know anything about tradies and kitchens and I wanted to give it to someone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't have happily paid. So yeah. I think that's an opportunity, really. No, I, look, there are people who do it and... Um, yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's just a shame that they didn't tell you what, what was included. Mm. That wasn't very great at all. Considering that it was such such an arduous experience, <laughs> the, the cucumber room, the no project management, <laughs> the, the cherry tomato room, <laughs> the cherry tomato room, the eighth box having the, the spoon in it, all that sort of stuff. What motivated you to embark on, on the, the renovation? Because my old kitchen was literally three cabinets and bright blue, like, <laughs> rubber work top. <laughs> and I've lived with it for about six years. Oh, and wow. I the things from Ikea. And, and it's the first in our house, the way our house is set up. It's not one of these modern houses where the kitchen's at the back and leads onto the lounge, the back garden. The kitchen's the room you walk into. And mm. I used to walk into it and I was like, just don't look at this room. Yeah. Don't go down the hall. All the rest of the house is gorgeous. We gutted it. I mean, we took out walls. We re-floored. We've got new floor so I mean we, we it wasn't really just a kitchen when it was like a complete room transformation do you know what I mean mm. and I'm so glad we've done it I mean it's, it's, it's you know it's one of those things when you're running a half marathon it's hideous but once yes. you run it you're like yes it's all worth. It's all it's worth it. You did it. <laughs> and do you, do you look over your shoulder and say, "Oh yes, it's still there. It's still looking fabulous." <laughs> I actually, you know what I think is really funny, and you might think this is really odd, but I never thought I was the kind of person who could have a kitchen like this. Like Aww. this is a grown-up yeah. posh lady of kitchen. Of course, it's like can. a posh lady kitchen. It's yeah. a Nigella Lawson kitchen. Yes, <laughs> it's mine. I sort of feel like I'm. 
I'm too scruffy to be in my own kitchen. I know exactly how yeah. you feel. I know when I finish a renovation, I go and buy new clothes <laughs> because yeah. I feel like a bit scruffy amongst all the new stuff. I like got my hair cut. Yeah, it's hot enough to be in my own kitchen. Absolutely, it raises you up. It raises you up. You know, honestly, (laughs) houses change your life. They really can. You know, so it's become the best room in the house, and I just love it. And so, yeah, it was worth. Although I think we might keep the cucumber room because it sounds kind of cool. <laughs> it does. And that's very posh to have a whole room just for one vegetable. Absolutely. Well, really rich people have like rooms for like wrapping presents. Yeah. yeah. Totally legit to have a cucumber chopping room. Totally, absolutely. You can do that. You can own that, Kate. So, our a new thing. <laughs> oh, bef- before mm. that, I-, I wanted to ask you, Kate. Now, I, I love chatting about kitchen features. Mm-hmm. My kitchen's okay. It doesn't, but it's, it's not, not my. Bad. It's, yeah. okay. it's all right. It's not my dream. It's definitely not my dream kitchen. In your kitchen, what were some of your must-haves? So what kitchen features would you consider to be a must-have? And I'm guessing that Stone Island is one of them. Mm. Yeah, it's funny because I'm in it now. I thought if I'm going to do the show, I'm going to be in it and I'm sitting up at my Stone Island. Yeah, I really wanted that. I really wanted to stick stone as well. Like I wanted to seem quality and, mm, you know, yeah. tea. But for me, you know what it is? I've got this beautiful little triangle between my stove, my sink, and my fridge, which I think is super important, you know, that little pacing dis- distance. Yes. The best thing for me, the feature that literally makes me weep with joy every day, is the drawer that I pull out and it's got bins inside. And it's just under the <laughs> Oh, that's the best. <laughs> that is the best. I have a drawer like that. I have a drawer right next to my dishwasher. Oh, my God. Yes. Just right next to the sink. So yes. like I'm chopping. Yeah. And I can just. It's a beautiful bird. I could oh, cry. It's, it's very sexy. Tara's got a very sexy bin drawer at her I house. Do. And and, and Can you put a picture of that on Facebook? <laughs> like, I don't know if it's clean <laughs> enough. And where it's <laughs> one of mine. You put one of yours on and then we can both look Okay, we can compare bins. <laughs> we, you need to wear evening gowns while you're standing oh next my God, to the because so then it's well, I, I it's could... glamour. It's the it's the height of glamour. I was going to say that my... a whole like hashtag glamour bin. Glamour. <laughs> posh bins. Posh bins. That's posh happening. Bins. That's happening. That's hashtag so happening. Posh, posh bins. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. We might need to do a whole episode on it. Oh gosh, just talking to people about their posh bins. Posh bins. But <laughs> you I get posh have, people like, talking bins. about their bins. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I used to have like two like bins from Kmart against the wall. And behind yeah, the wall was definitely. just like, like, you know, no matter how many times you cleaned it, there was a bit of a tea bar, tea bag mark. Or, it was just always. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and you know, <laughs> <Push bins. laughs> nothing says, you know, um, oh, Sunday morning, like the, the messy bin. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a big night. <laughs> Can I just quickly ask you about your floorboards? Mm-hmm. So the you had the floorboards installed with the kitchen? I had that done first, actually. So what they did was yeah. they took out... We already had floorboards, so, but mm. they were like that old-fashioned yellow pine mm, kind of 80 things. yeah. So we had floorboards put all over the top. So they put the base... What was it called? Baseboards? They put like the little outlines of where everything was going to be. Yep, they put the kickers in afterwards. Yep. In put all that down, and then they built the cabinet. Very good. Their floorboards mm-hmm. are stunning. Mm. Absolutely. No, the blue and the, the sort of the red of the floorboards look absolutely gorgeous. Mm. And I love how you got your piano in there too. 
Well, I mean, it's not, it's kind of funny because the kitchen's like super modern, but, and it's very white because I wanted to have something, you know, that had resale value. We hope to stay in this house for a long time, but you never know. So you don't want to do anything too quirky. Mm-hmm. So the quirk is in the, in the teal kickboard underneath the stone island, which is easy to remove and replace with the color that you prefer. Um, so the kitchen's very modern. I wanted to have wood floors. I've got wood open shelves. And then the piano has to be here because my son plays piano. He loves it. So the piano is wooden as well. And, it's, you know, so it, it was kind of, we almost worked around the piano. It's not the most beautiful piano, but it, we love it. So, mm. yeah, it's a mix of super modern and then kind of vintage woodeny, messy stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, you can look at the Facebook picture. You'll see perfect balance. Mm. Hey, in in this new kitchen of yours, do you have a favourite dish that you like to cook? Well, I do. I shouldn't promote them, but I love Marley spoon. Oh so, uh, yes. You know, mm. Like I'm not sponsored by them, but you know when you love something so much, you like can't stop talking about it. So, yes. And it's so because I'm not a natural cook. I'm somebody who like puts crisps in a bowl and feels like they're cooked in <laughs> or chips as you would say. So, yeah, I love money spoon. I get all my bits and bobs out. I chop it all out and make it. And then I like to keep the kitchen uber clean so there's nothing on the surface. So I just put everything away again. And, yeah, like, what did I make? I made, like, miswa salad tonight with salmon and egg and potato and green beans. Yum. That's actually my my husband's favourite dish to cook is the... Oh, is it? Yeah, I I don't know how to say it as well as you can. I just call it the salad with the egg and the the beans in it. Is it seasoned or is it... On the noise... The noisoir. The salad. Très bien. Merci beaucoup. Oh, c'est très bien. So... We, we we do have a signature question that we ask all our guests. Mm-hmm. Mm. What mm. Does, tell me, what does the term dream home mean to you? Gosh, it used to mean something so different maybe five or ten years ago. You know, it'd be that new home with a big pool and the open space and the blah, 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 perfect, whatever. But I've realised, especially since doing this renovation, that the dream home is just a comfortable space where you can come back yeah. Hey, mm. take your bra off. Yes. <laughs> Hang out with your family in rooms that are comfortable and spacious, not too much stuff in them, and just yes. chill out. Like, our house is not the most amazing house where we live, but it's home. And I think I think that's what it means to me, just being at home with your family, really. Is that oh. cheesy? Gosh, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I love it. I've got goosebumps. Might just turn that down for a moment. We'll see if we've still got Kate there. Are you with us, Kate? Oh, no. No. What's happened to Kate? Okay, we are going... Only invasion at Kate. I know. We are going to go to a, a super quick break and we're going to see if we can get Kate back on, on the phone. Hello, Kate. Have we got you back? Hello. Oh, we've got you. We've got you. Thank <laughs> goodness. We were, it sounded like you were um, stolen by aliens, this big... Exactly. <laughs> They were so jealous of my kitchen, they came and took me away. <laughs> well, we're, glad, we're glad you're back down on earth now. Absolutely. <laughs> and to talk talk kitchens with us. So we're going to start a hashtag um, posh bin movement. I'm so glad I've inspired that. Like, that's made my life. <laughs> and so you, you generously offered to start us off. Yeah, because I just bought a new frock because I'm going to an awards ceremony. There's a big awards coming up in Australia called the SEM Rush Awards, which is all about 
SEO, like, yeah, that's so weird. Like, a bunch of geeks in a room. And SEO awards. And, 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 and are you getting an award there? Well, I don't know. Woo! It's at the Opera House as well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my, I love the, the Sydney Opera House. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. SEO in the house. Yeah, in I the Opera know. House. <laughs> I bought a proper dress and I bought lady shoes which hurt even when I look at them. So that's going to wow. be a funny thing. So I think I'm going to go first. I'm going to put my full outfit on and take a photo of me in my bin and then I get the hashtag Bosch bit. Oh, fantastic. That's Thank brilliant. You, I can't wait to see the dress and your bin. I don't know which one I'm more excited about. <laughs> I We're going to have to follow suit. Well, we, we will. Now, yeah. you've got a posh bin. I do have a posh bin. I have several evening dresses, but I have a Kmart tea-stained bin. I think we need that, you know, that, that just a pose, you know, that, yeah. yeah, 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 I think we need that. All right, well. If you have a, if you have a rubbish bin, like a, it is a rubbish really bin, bin, but like a poo bin, oh, I think that goodness. heightens the humour. Yes, <laughs> yeah, like this glamorous lady with a, with a poo bin. How do we get to poo bin? <laughs> Are we allowed to say poo on? I don't know. <laughs> we've said it. We've well said word. it. It's, it's all good. Four-year-olds say poo, we're safe. They do. There's a there's a bear called Poo. <laughs> so it's clearly an okay word to say. Okay. Yes, if you say so. So where can we find you, Kate? Well, good thing is, is I'm quite good at the whole googly woogly thing. So if you type Kate soon into Google, you'll find something to do with me or a dentist in Ipswich. Who's also called <laughs> oh, really? A dentist in Ipswich. Kate Toon, this Kate Toon is not a dentist in Ipswich. I really wish I was. No. I bet she's living a better life. I bet her bin is better than mine. She's not going to the opera house. Come on. She's not. And I bet her bin sucks, actually. Yeah. Kate Toon in Ipswich, my bin outbins your bin. Kate Toon in Ipswich, we challenge you to take a posh <laughs> bin photo. Would not be the best. If that happens, my life is complete. Uh, I so we can, if we just Google Kate Toon, we can find you. And also, funnily enough, people that listen to this show mm. as a podcast, because we're a live show and then we're a podcast, they happen to like podcasts. Absolutely. So they can also find you at the recipe for SEO success, Hot Copy and Misfit Entrepreneurs. They're your three yeah. podcasts. Excellent, yes, and true, very true. <laughs> very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it's been a delight. I would, I, this show is amazing. I can't wait to, to go and explore the entire podcast. <laughs> Lovely meeting you, Kate. <laughs> you too. Yeah, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Slightly sweating bullets that Kate Toon is going to listen to our podcast, but yes. that's okay. <laughs> oh, we'll just lie down and have a cup of tea during the, <laughs> the break. Thanks again and looking forward to chatting to you sometime in the future good luck at the opera house i hope you take home the trophy yeah thank you hashtag push ben, <laughs> hashtag push ben. Bye. Bye. bye we are going to talk finance with carl violetta from violetta finance hello carl Good evening. How are we? You're very, very good tonight. Now, we've got a really interesting topic tonight. Um, why we need to get our finance in line and approved before we bid at auction. Yeah. Um, very simple, really. Um, when you when you go and um, buy a property at an auction, um, it's really not subject to any sort of conditions. Um, mm. It's not subject to finance. It's not subject to building and pest. 
you buy the property as it is presented on the day. That's and if good. you're if you're the winning bidder, um, you know, and uh, you, you win the property, then you know, you then you, you, you sign the contract. You're you're signing a legal document, which you need to follow through on. It's quite important to get a pre-approval. I mean, the pre-approval can be based on, you know, the property that uh, a customer would like to buy, or it could be a, um, a uh, an example of a property that they'd like to buy within that price range. Mm. If that, pro- if that property happens to be within the price range, then what we'd like to do um, is present the information to the bank and get them to have a look at uh, the documentations, particularly around the incomes of the customers, mm-hmm. uh, make an assessment on their current liabilities, check that they are um, really creditworthy to obtain a, a, um, a home loan, a secure home loan. Those are very, very important things to have a bank check over before you um, make a very big commitment, uh, such as purchasing a property at an auction. Mm, because, it, it, look, it can be quite um, substantial if you go there, you win the auction, which, of course, that's why you've gone, you want to win the auction. Um, mm. And um, if for whatever reason you can't follow through with your commitment, you lose your 10% deposit. 100%, mm, yeah. Absolutely, and that's a significant amount of money. So, well, uh, And not, yeah. to, not to mention you could um, be liable for further damages um, and expenses that the, um, you know, that the vendor may have incurred. Exactly right, exactly mm. right. Yep. You know, you don't want to be so exposed in that, in that situation at all. And look, not to mention that it is highly stressful not knowing that you've made a commitment on a, on a property that you purchased at an auction. You, know, you don't even know that you're going to secure finance. Yeah. I mean, how terrifying would that be? That would be terrifying. Um, one other thing that I wanted to point out um, is if you are bidding at auction um, for a property and you do know that you need to get finance for that property, you have to be a little bit mindful about the property that you buy in the sense that um, the bank's obviously approving the finance based on what they would expect the property to be with a functioning bathroom and a functioning kitchen. Mm, <laughs> if, if it doesn't have those features, they may look at that property very differently than what they approved you for. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's really based on um, whether the property, whether the loan that you're applying for needs lenders' mortgage insurance. Mm. If it does, then the bank would like to um, get a property valuation and it's a full valuation report, and if they uncover that, you know, there's some defects about the, the property and they kind of devalue the property and it's not based on what you've paid for on the day, I mean, that, that could potentially be an issue for the purchasers. Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed in recent times is that banks have just been, I guess, deciding on the value of the property based on the contract price if the property is sold at an auction. Okay, that, that's quite fair and reasonable, really, isn't it? Mm, mm, yeah, because correct. I mean that is a very good measure of what the market value is. If there were several people bidding for it, and that's what the price came up as, um, yeah. So that is a very good measure of um, the value of the property. But I'm sort of more mindful of, you know, you've been approved for a habitable house, and if mm. that house is not habitable because mm. it doesn't have a kitchen or it's in such a state that you can't live in it, then yeah. the banks can. Rejected on 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 the, on that basis, can't they? Yeah, exactly. It's not a suitable security, is yeah. what they would say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so so be mindful of that. That that 
yeah, depending on, you know, where you are financially, um, yeah, um, the banks may want you to actually, as are expecting, are lending you that money based on it being a habitable house. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think I can hear someone in the background Hello, there, Carl. <laughs> is, is Marcus there in the background? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Doing his usual. Yes, we should, mate. Absolutely. If yeah. you're if you're new to if you're new to the show, Carl is my husband, and he when I get, come into the radio station on a Thursday night, mm-hmm. he's home with the kids, and uh, he tries to set Marcus up so he can do his finance segment. Absolutely. But it's always sort of a bit of a tenuous balance. It sounds like you need to go. I do. I do indeed. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you're looking for Carl, you can find him. Carl, you can hang up now. I'm going to just turn your, your mic off. So thanks so much. Have a good See night. You later. Thank you. See you later, Bye. guys. Bye. If you're looking for Carl, you can find him at violetafinance.com.au. It's just like the colour violet with yep. an A. <laughs> Absolutely, and on Insta. Yeah, he's there as well on Instagram, Violetta Finance. He's he's reluctantly on on Instagram, so he's a local mortgage broker. And basically, if you're going out for a stroll on a Sunday Mm -hmm. and you've just been to Bunnings and you've got a sausage and you're sort of walking home and you happen to walk past an auction, Mm -hmm. don't just wander up to it and bid. No, 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 probably not. Not many auctions on a Sunday, but, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Just, you know, get your you finance You do hear sorted. those stories. You do hear those stories. I think, I think that, yeah, they were more relevant when houses are a bit cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's not a good plan. Get no. your finance sorted first. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? Carl's been great. I've spoken to him about my finance many, many times, and he definitely gets back to me within the day. That's good um, to hear. Heaps of information and, yeah, you know, just pick up the phone and find out. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit passionate about that stuff. <laughs> That's what you want, though, isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Bit nerdy about it. Hey, speaking of nerds, hmm. we've got the Property Geek Out oh, coming up next. some geekiness. Do you like that segue? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. Let's head into one of my favourite segments, the Property Geek Out with Take it away, Tara. Geek in the house. <laughs> what is wrong with us tonight? I don't know. Yeah. Kate, Kate has had her influence on us. She has. So let's talk about houses. Let's talk about geekiness. Mm-hmm. Um, what is happening in the market at the moment? I thought you'd, I'd give you all a very quick update. Oh, nice. So, look, clearance auction clearance rates have dropped a little bit um, in the rest of Melbourne. So we're down to 63.9%. Now, on the the same time the previous year, it was um, Mm 79.9. So um, it is down a little bit. However, look, we're still doing pretty well on the Mornington Peninsula, to be honest. So let's look at days on market. Frankston's 26 days average on market, so it's pretty much things are pretty much sold within the month in Frankston. Same with Frankston South, 28 days. Mount Eliza, 27 days. Mornington, 28 days. Mount Martha, 29 days. So, Gee, that's impressive. Yeah, it's not bad. It really yeah. is pretty good. Um, now, look, the also the um, statistics, the median price increase since um, April last year. Mm-hmm. 
It's it's it it has been very good. So Frankston is nineteen percent. Frankston South is fourteen percent growth. Wow! In that so that's year. capital growth, is it? it? Is. That's yeah, correct. Fourteen okay. percent. Mount Eliza fourteen percent. It is sort of softening in Mornington and Mount Martha. So Mornington's two percent. Mm-hmm. Mount Martha is six percent. So that's sort of coming backwards a fair bit. Those yeah. those two areas have been absolute favourites in the previous years. You, they were just so hot, you know, mm. like honestly trying to buy in those two markets um, in like 2016 to 17. It, oof, yeah. <laughs> you had to be super organised and yeah. super lucky and really go above and beyond in price. Um, so... Yeah, so Mount Eliza, Frankston South, they're still really, really doing quite well. And Frankston's a favourite. Frankston's got so much potential. It's got so much going for it. It really does. It's yeah. so, I love Frankston. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me it's, too. It, yeah, it's sort of the metropolitan hub. It's got, I mean, it's just, mm. it's got, it's got the beach. It's got mm. great shop. I think, you know, pretty decent shops. We're starting to get a great lot of nice library. restaurants. Great life. Great library. Great arts program. Lots of cool sculptures coming yes. up. Lots of cool mu- murals happening. Um, yeah, what they're doing down on the foreshore is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really, it's quite exciting what's happening yeah, there. Yeah, we have like all little festivals. There's the sand sculpting festival, the yeah. um, food truck festivals. It's just... It's great. Yeah, really good place to raise a family in my in my opinion. I think so. Yeah. It's changed so much. Mm. Mm. It has. Absolutely. And those areas that are a little bit softer, would you say they would still be... Oh, they're still... Anywhere near the water is good. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're in a lifestyle, sort of, exactly. Yeah. You know, look, I mean... Warren Buffett says don't buy anything that you wouldn't be willing to hold for 10 years if the market dropped. Well, there you go. That's what I was going to say. If you're in mm. it for sort of the long game, yeah, those and you should be. Advice. You really should yeah. be. Even if you're an investor, you really should be looking at the 10-year mark. You want something really healthy mm-hmm. and you want it to be based on true things like amenity, close mm. to the beach, something a bit special. So... Yeah, even even though the growth isn't as big in Mornington and Mount Martha right now, they are really fabulous places. If you can afford to get something there, yeah, it's a good buy. Then do it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Well, thank you for that. Thank you so much, Tara, for the Property Geek Out segment. Now, if people want to find you, follow you, or chat to you, this is it. You how can, can find they do me that? Everywhere. I'm all over Facebook. So <laughs> if you look up. Um, Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula, you will find our Facebook page. You will also find our Facebook group. You are welcome to join our Facebook group. It's full of people on the peninsula who are renovating and building themselves. So Building Dreams Mornington Peninsula, you can join and link up with other people doing projects, Mm -hmm. learn from them, swap ideas. Um, Great resource. Absolutely. And you can follow my um, building adventures on Instagram as well. So it's Tara Loves Building Dreams on Instagram. Okay. Well, that was a fun show, wasn't it, Tara? It definitely was. And is this the time of the night that we say hello to our special podcast people? Yes. So... This is the live version, which is happening right now, Mm -hmm. if you're listening live. (laughs) But there's also the podcast version, which is a replay. So if you've ever missed an episode, you can go to iTunes and you can listen to the podcast. You just search Dream Homes and we're there. Yep, Dream Home, we come up first. Yep, iTunes, Yep, you can find us on your favourite podcast player. And if you enjoy the show, why not subscribe and leave us a review? 
And I would like to say hi to, who should we say hi to today? I think we should say hi to Frankston. We've got a great listenership in Frankston. We do. Yeah, we do. We've got a huge listenership in Frankston. So everyone in Frankston who's listening. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And as we said, just before, during the Property Geek Out, you live in a beautiful part of the world. Congratulations. Mm. Good taste. Good place to live. Yes, yeah, certainly is. Well, I'm also really excited about the hashtag posh bin posh movement. Bin. So get on Instagram, get on Facebook, get in your evening wear, take a fo- your formal wear. Yes. Take a photo of you of your bin and put hashtag posh bin. <laughs> we want to see it. We're excited. Look out for Kate's photo of her in her evening gown with her bin. She was a wonderful guest. She was, absolutely. Lots of fun. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's all for now. Bye. Bye.